Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the veterinary podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. If your life is not what you had imagined it would look like 10 years ago, and you're desperately looking for ways to make it how you thought it would be, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, Certified Veterinary Life Coach, Goal-Getting Girl, and Life Work Alignment Pro. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in today. This week's episode is going to be a little different than our previous ones, and that's because I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me. I'll be sharing who I am, what I do, and basically why I think you should give a shit. Now, I love hearing all of your stories, and I love getting to know more about you, and I love getting to work with my clients and hear their stories and to support them on their journey, and I thought it would be fun to give you all a little background on me and my journey in return. The other thing that's going to be a little bit different is that I'm currently recovering from a cold. So if I sound really nasally or congested or something is just off, I apologize in advance, but this is what you guys are getting today. So this is episode 27 of the Daring DVM podcast. I decided to title it Dare to Dream because that's really what my mission is all about. I want to empower veterinarians to take control of their lives and their careers and to truly go after the life of their dreams. And I want to do this because I want every single one of us to be the change that we want to see in our veterinary community. Yeah, our system is fucked up in a lot of ways. And... We don't want to just sit around waiting for things to change in order for us to feel better. I believe that if we, as individuals, can start feeling better now, then we will be able to create the change that we want to see. And I truly believe that we are capable of that. For those of you who don't know much about me or haven't met me, my name is Dr. Amy Grimm. That is with a double M like the fairy tales. Not a single M like the Grim Reaper. Although, I should probably do that as a Halloween costume sometime. (laughs) I go by Amy, and my pronouns are she, her. I am an outdoor enthusiast, and I love running, hiking, climbing, backpacking, bikepacking, swimming, paddleboarding. I mean, if you can do it outside, I'm into it. I also love to travel within my state of California, all across the U.S., and, of course, internationally. I will try just about anything once, and I will eat just about anything once, sometimes twice, because if I don't like it the first time, I often need to give it another chance just to make sure. This is also why you'll find me tasting IPAs over and over and over again whenever I'm at a new brewery, because who knows, maybe someday someone will make one that doesn't taste terrible. And if they do, I'm going to find it. Let's see, what else? I play guitar. I like to write songs about past relationships and breakups as a way to emotionally process everything. So yeah, I totally get you, T-Swift. Same girl. 
Same. Now, however, I'm in an amazing relationship with my amazing fiancé, and I totally love that. So fingers crossed I won't be writing any new breakup songs. I am also an avid pug enthusiast. If you are a dog or a cat whose face looks like it lost a fight with a brick wall, then I love you. And I especially love pugs and have one of my own, Mr. Burkles, a.k.a. Burkalicious. I actually named him after a restaurant that I came across while traveling called Burkle Burkle. And when I saw that name, I thought it sounded really dumb and was like, yes, this will be the name of my next animal. And that next animal just happened to be my heart dog and my favorite companion. So yes, I love all things pug. I have a slight accent, and that is because I was born and raised in Cape Town, South Africa. It was an amazing place to grow up, and I always strongly encourage anybody to go visit my beautiful home country. I lived there until shortly before my 19th birthday, when my parents, brother, and I immigrated to the States, and we settled in this little town of Chico, California. Chico's a cute little place. It's in Northern California, a couple hours north of Sacramento, our state's capital. One of the reasons that my parents picked this town is because of its proximity to Davis, specifically UC Davis. You see, I was one of those people who always wanted to be a veterinarian. As long as I can remember, this is what I wanted to do. This was occasionally interrupted by thoughts of being like an international rock star or an astronaut or one of those famous biologists and documentarians like David Attenborough. But for the most part, I was team veterinary all the way. So when we moved to America, my parents thoughtfully set us up in a place where I would eventually be close enough to a local veterinary school. Now, when I look back on my childhood, I honestly couldn't tell you if wanting to become a vet was something that I ever thought of myself, or if maybe it was something that was offered to me by my parents or other grown-ups in my life who just knew that I really liked animals. Or maybe they just thought I was terrible with people. <laughs> who knows? All I can tell you is that I always just knew that I wanted to be a vet. So this led me down a path that many of you are familiar with. Working really, really hard to get really good grades. Volunteering and getting experience hours at different veterinary hospitals, humane societies, the goat barn, research, environmental and ecological studies, wildlife rehab, basically doing anything I could to broaden my experience and to make me a successful DVM applicant. And just like many of you, I completed a bachelor's degree. Mine was in animal biology. And then I eventually got into vet school. I went to UC Davis. Now, the thing about vet school is you think that you've worked your ass off to get there, right? Like you've applied yourself during middle school and high school and you worked hard and studied hard during undergrad. And for some of us, it was even obtaining a master's or a PhD before vet school. I mean, how cool is that, right? And then we get into vet school and we think, yeah, I've made it. But the reality is now we have to work even harder and study even harder and learn all of this material in order to graduate as competent doctors. And then you think, okay, well, once I graduate, then things are finally going to get better. At least, maybe for those of us who go straight into the workforce like I did. But others of us still continue to go on specialized internships or do residencies. And the thing is... 
No matter how we start out, or how it went during vet school, or whether or not we decided to pursue a residency or go straight to work, a lot of us still ended up in the same place. And that's the place of wondering, what the fuck am I doing with my life, and this is not how I thought my life as a successful veterinarian was going to be. Even with the wellness classes and mindfulness practices that I was exposed to during vet school, I still don't think I was fully prepared for the realities of being a veterinarian. I graduated with the hopes and dreams of a naive new grad about to experience a serious reality check. And it's not that I didn't know about things like burnout or compassion fatigue or imposter syndrome or overwhelm. And it's not like I didn't anticipate having difficult cases or long hours or learning how to work within a team and to work with clients, aka people. It's just that I didn't quite anticipate it or understand the implications as much as I thought I did. And I mean, yeah, in some ways that's obvious, right? We don't typically have a ton of this type of exposure beforehand. And even when we do, We are oftentimes looking through these rose-colored lenses that so many of us wear on the way to becoming vets. So yeah, you all know what it's like. The reality of working through lunch, coming in early, staying late, worrying about cases long after the day has ended. That slow creep of self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Lacking the energy and time to exercise or cook healthy foods. For me... I started feeling out of touch with my body and not having the time for the physical activities that I loved. Then there's also the stress of school loans and repayments, and I found myself missing opportunities to hang out with my friends and my family and my pets because I was either still at work or I was at home and too exhausted to go do the things that I loved. And over the subsequent years, I started to feel resentful. I felt trapped. I kept thinking, is this it? Is this what I worked so hard to achieve? This reality wasn't what I thought I'd signed up for. And I felt embarrassed to discuss this with family or friends because I'm supposed to be a successful doctor who has her shit together and has her life figured out and who thought she knew what she wanted. How could I have gotten it so wrong? What was wrong with me? And on the occasions that I did try to talk with the people in my life, I often felt unheard or dismissed because everybody told me I was fine. More than fine, actually. They'd say things like, You're doing great. What are you complaining for? You have a respected job in a respected profession. You're a doctor. You're successful. You have a partner and friends and family that care about you. Even though... I felt so isolated and alone, and they would tell me things like, practice gratitude, you should be happy with what you have, other people have it worse than you, isn't this what you wanted? I'm sure many of you listening have had very similar experiences. I kept chasing the things I thought were missing from my life, yet whatever I tried never seemed to work. For the majority of my career, I worked exclusively as a full-time vet. And throughout those years, I worked at different hospitals, big and small, private and corporate. I spent about half of those working years as an associate at various practices. 
and the other half I even served as a medical director of a small companion animal hospital. Each role came with its own benefits and challenges, yet no matter what I was doing or where I was working, I still felt trapped in a life that didn't feel like it was my own. I reached a point in my veterinary career where I almost quit. Fueled by frustration and stress and overwhelm and no end in sight, I found myself on the precipice of walking out of the hospital and never coming back. I was done. I was burned out. I didn't recognize myself anymore. My fiancé didn't recognize me anymore. Yet here I was, supposedly living the dream. So yeah, I almost left the profession entirely. And had I done so, I would have become yet another statistic. Yet another disillusioned veterinarian voluntarily resigning during a time when we need doctors most. Another victim of burnout. But I didn't. Instead, I woke up one day and decided to view those feelings as an intentional signal from myself, telling me that I was ready to grow again. I had an opportunity to transform my life into something better, to choose every day to show up in a way that would move the needle of my experience towards alignment and fulfillment. And it was during this turbulent time of self-discovery, sleepless nights, all-consuming anxiety and what-the-fuck moments that I discovered coaching and mindset work. And friends, this is what truly transformed my life and my career. For the first time, I felt in control of myself and my life again. I discovered how to accept and subsequently change my reality instead of just struggling against it. I learned that my wants and dreams and desires are all possible. I started to create the life that I was just longing to live. And it was so simple and so awesome that I decided I had to share this work with other vets. So I went back to school to become a life coach, and I have never looked back. Today, I am a proud veterinarian and a certified life coach. A trauma-informed, nervous system-informed, have-your-back-and-advocate-for-you certified life coach. I'm the proud founder of Daring DVM, which is a company and coaching platform that I created for vets and busy burned-out professionals who want to reimagine their lives and their careers and just want to enjoy them. I'm also the host and creator of this podcast, and as I told you at the beginning, I am on a mission to reshape mental health in the veterinary field. I help veterinarians who, when they look at their lives today, see something very different than what they had thought their lives would look like 10 years ago. They feel stuck because they cannot see a way to make it how they had hoped it would be. And I help them figure out what they thought their life would be and then go create it. I love helping my peers and colleagues rediscover their passions, their hobbies, their relationships, their career, and genuinely fall in love with their lives again. And this falls under my broader mission, which is to promote mental health and well-being for vets, and to completely change the way that we talk about mental health, how we advocate for it, and to create a culture where our mental, physical, and emotional well-being are prioritized above everything else. 
I truly believe that when we prioritize these things, it will create a vastly different lived experience for us. We shouldn't only talk about mental health in the context of illness or burnout or compassion fatigue. We should be talking about it as part of a daily practice and part of our overall wellness and prevention. And I believe the way we will do this is through coaching, which is learning to truly manage your mind and create the results that you want to see in your life and through building nervous system resilience, the foundation to understanding how your biology and your past experiences affect you today and how to work with this in a way that serves you and sets you up for the future. And this matters so much. This matters because our emotional and mental health are invaluable. Yet they're so frequently deprioritized in our busy lives and schedules. And the truth is, if we want to show up as the best version of ourselves in our daily lives, the best doctors and advocates for our patients, if we want to create sustainable, healthy careers, if we want to live healthy, meaningful, purposeful, fulfilling lives, we have to place our well-being and mental health first. And we do this through mindset work, building emotional strength, and creating mental and nervous system resiliency. This is what I am so passionate about. I live the effects of this transformation every single day. Not only do I get to be a life coach, but I still get to be a doctor and practice veterinary medicine in a way that I love. I see how impactful this work is, not only on my own life, but on that of my clients. And being a witness to their journey is absolutely indescribable. It is such an honor and so humbling. I tell you what, I love being your biggest cheerleader and your most trusted ally. I love helping you solve career problems, develop self-confidence, say fuck off to imposter syndrome. I love helping you overcome burnout and rediscover or reinvent your passions and what brings you joy. I love helping you heal. I love helping you feel so empowered and taking back control of your life instead of just feeling like life is happening to you and that you're always just reacting to the next thing and the next thing. I want to see you love yourself, no matter what. I want you to find that dream partner if that's what you're looking for. I want you to heal old wounds, fix broken relationships, achieve financial freedom, nurture your interests outside of work. I want you to be happy and successful in ways that you never even thought were possible. Whatever you can dream, you can achieve. I named this episode Dare to Dream because that is truly what motivates me. Doing this work takes courage and perseverance and the willingness to develop a trust and belief in yourself to know that you always have your own back. It takes a lot of letting go. It takes a lot of dreaming big. It takes a lot of starting small and eventually blowing your own damn mind. It all starts with creating awareness of what is going on in your mind and in your nervous system. It starts with learning to accept and meet yourself where you are with kindness and compassion and love. It starts with even just maybe being open to the possibility 
that things could be different, the possibility that your life could be better, that our profession could be better, the possibility that things could change. If you had told me 10 years ago where I'd be and what I'd be doing today, I would never have believed you. But back then, I didn't know. I couldn't possibly see it yet. But today, I love what I do. I rediscovered my joy for veterinary medicine, and I still work as a doctor doing the doctory things I love, and I get to help vets who were struggling just like I once was to create and cultivate their dream life too. It is possible. The life that you want is possible. And I am so excited to teach you and to share this work with you. I love who you are, and even more than that, I love who you are becoming. Let's make a mental health revolution together. Dare to dream. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program. It's where you get individual help applying these concepts to your own life. This is where we address your challenges, crush your goals, and create your dream life. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life too. Helping you is my favorite thing to do, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come coach with me at www.daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. That's daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. I cannot wait to meet you. Dare to dream.